Hey, Bestie. What's up, girl? We help people grow in their Christian lives, and through their growth, then they can better fulfill God's calling on their life. Right. When you come here, you're going to get it through a biblical lens. And not just ours. I like that we incorporate interviews by people living out the principles. Yeah, that's for sure. Here we go. Episode 184 of the I Am Rahab miniseries, chapter 13, Lucky 13. It's the last one in the book. Yeah. Fabulous. A little sad. But we it's, all it was know, so good. We know what follows, right? It's the interview part. Mm-hmm. So let's listen to this. Don't tune out. Don't <laughs> skip ahead. <laughs> well, I think it's a it's a big point we need to remember. It is. And it fits. But we uh, gotta what? name the chapter. Oh yeah. The chapter is <laughs> I am new. Which is a good point that we need to remember. Because it ties into kind of where we ended last chapter. Funny how that works. Good organization, Autumn. Well done. <laughs> but it ties in nicely to the idea that we ended with, which is what happens when you reach the promised land? Yeah. You walked in. So last chapter, it was maybe you're even scared to cross the threshold into that promised land. Like you just walk into Jericho, the place you just conquered. And you're in it, and now there's some work to do here. It's mm-hmm. not like it's all rainbows and butterflies. you got to put in the work. Yeah, turns out the Bible did not end after <laughs> the conquering of Jericho. Story kept going. <laughs> Wait, there's more. <laughs> yes. And I think this uh, verse from Philippians 3, 13-14 is a great way to summarize this chapter. Mm-hmm. Philippians 3, 13, and 14, which we quote 3, 14 a whole lot. Mm. So, mm-hmm. it's good to read the verse before. You know, it's good to read the chapter before. It's good to read the book, you know, just to make sure you have the context of the verse. Exactly. Okay. I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So, we talk about a lot. Pressing on. Keep moving forward. It's not forget about it or... I, like, don't count it as anything. Like, no, no, you just have to press on through it. We're not saying forget about whatever happened to you. Mm-hmm. We're saying press on and also leverage it. Yeah, and I think in the personal development world, uh, some themes that go with this scripture, the first part where it said, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet. And so that's the, like, fall in love with the process and mm-hmm. not the destination the journey, I guess. It's there. a climb. Yeah. That's usually when I chime in and sing that. Thank you, Miley Cyrus, for your beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. I sound just like you, right? Just like <laughs> The other thing that comes up a lot in that personal development leadership space is like how short-lived reaching that goal or that, you know, final mark, it doesn't last very long. Yeah. Like you think, I'll be happy when um, mm. Brene Brown will talk about that foreboding joy like I'm gonna wait to be happy till I accomplish this thing and you accomplish that thing and it is exciting and it doesn't last too long right and so first of all if that's you it's normal uh, but God is not gonna say that you're done until you're up there with him so there is going to be something next but just like we talk about like a footpath you're going one stepping stone at a time. So, um, yeah. So this promised land that you might be looking at and afraid to go in, maybe you don't want to go in because you're not quote unquote done yet. Well, move into the promised land and I promise you he's going to have your next, 
a plan of action for uh-huh. you. Because that's biblical, and that's what he says. Our Brene Brown Daring Greatly miniseries is episodes 28 through 38, and that's where we dive into stepping into that. So I'm glad you've brought that up the past couple of episodes, because it's a good one. Well, thank you. Yes. And I like the chapter title, right? I am new. Sometimes mm-hmm. people might not want to step into that promised land because maybe they don't feel like they deserve it or earned it, which those words can be looked at different ways. But for mm-hmm. the sake of the argument, people, let's just keep rolling with those. But I think you got to remember not who you were, but who you are now, having conquered, right, last chapter, conquering your en- enemies, overcoming those challenges. And so the next part of the verse says, forgetting what lies behind. So not, you know, there's things that you're never going to forget, but that's an old identity and you're moving into a new identity. So forgetting what lies behind. As in not letting it keep you stuck. There, that part. So yes, you can, remember that medical book that we talked about? It's forgive and remember. Like it's, you have to forgive yourself for the mistake you made, but then also you need to remember it and teach others so that they do not make the same mistake. So that could be being a good steward of your experiences as well. Exactly. So then when you forget what lies behind, the next part of the verse says, reaching forward to what lies ahead. And I like that because if you're reaching for something, I picture you're looking at it. That's where your focus is. That's yep. where your aim is. That's your target. Reaching for what lies ahead. Yeah, it's hard to look behind you and reach out in front of you and touch the thing that you, it's like pin the tail on the donkey. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's just basic party games. Yeah, so if you don't, maybe that's what's holding you back from walking into that promised land. I think you have to stop and reflect on on the new you. And Farron, you've mentioned mindset a couple of times already, just in different ways without saying the exact word mindset. But we do have that switch on your brain mini series where it takes the scripture and ties it with science and how you are a new creation. Carolyn Leaf even brings it down to like what happens to your brain overnight when you sleep and then in the morning, how is your brain functioning? So it's really cool. That's episodes 55 through 62. But if you're stuck in between your ears on not looking behind you still and trying to press on, I would start there. Absolutely. Um, Another reason that you might not be walking into that uh, promised land could be the comfort, which sounds backwards, but the comfort of the chaos that you were in. I listened to the Ed Milet show, and he has a podcast for leadership stuff too. It's pretty cool. He interviews people that have just overcome crazy things in life, and it's very inspiring, so check it out after you listen to our episode. (laughs) Uh, But he talks about that he recognized from one perspective, that he thrived under stress. So he would almost find himself creating stressful situations so he could thrive or like that was comfortable. But when things were peaceful, he almost felt uncomfortable and struggled to like achieve because he had it so ingrained in his head with reflection that, oh, in stressful situations, I thrive. So the mind says, okay, We need a stressful situation so I can thrive. But he's really done some perspective shifting on like, yes, I can do that. But I can also thrive when it's not stressful. Yes. And, you know, adding that other truth. Because he's like, I still thrive when it's stressful. But that's not the kind of life that I would want That's not abundant life. Exactly. That God wants us to have. So sometimes it's, it's strange how the thing that we wish was different 
we still see as comfortable because it's what we've experienced most. Um, but walking into a new promised land means finding comfort in a new environment. Yeah, just and something I've been telling myself easy or lately is what is easy isn't always right, and that's I'm sure we can find the exact scripture somewhere <laughs> in the Bible because all good advice comes from the Bible, so I'll find that. But what is easy isn't always right. Or remember the posters in school where it's like, what is popular isn't always right, and what's right isn't always popular. That's I'm gonna find the verse and put it in the show notes. But I believe you. there are times like lately I've been saying that to myself, like, nope, this is the right thing, and. That's what I'm going to do, even if it's not easy and it sucks and whatever. But it is what it is because I know that that's, I don't want to be outside of God's plan. That is a terrible place to be. I want to go where he wants me to go because that's what I'm supposed to do. Absolutely. And some other advice is now you have this promised land and she says, do not rebuild that Jericho or it will cost you, which is also in the Bible. But she's, again, lots of analogy here. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... If you have this new situation, you got out of the old, careful not to rebuild the same situation. Mm-hmm. And that could look a few different ways. You know, being this new person, you might need to run, surround yourself with some new people. Yeah. Um, you might need to avoid old habits. You might need to start a new positive habit. Yeah. But if you're given a new opportunity, a new season, it might not be a change in physical location. But what can you do to not just rebuild what you prayed and worked so hard to get out of? Yeah, that's like, I was telling Farron, you, Farron. This Farron. I'm talking to the listeners, so it's like, I'm telling Farron, but Farron's right next to me. You, (laughs) Farron. Recently, I had a struggle with something, trying to wrap my mind around it, and I was wallowing in the pit of terrible, dark, deep, terrible, awful thoughts. And then I would finally press on and climb to the top of the pit like, ooh, it took a lot of work getting up here. And then I would look back down and be like, ah, and then just jump back in the pit. I'm like, no. <laughs> so it took me a couple of times of like getting to the top of the pit to be like, okay, I need to get out this time because I can't go back to that. And looky now, I feel a whole lot better. And my eyeball is not as stressed. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there are some, she asked a couple of questions in here. What do you need to possess? As in, what is God telling you? That's something you and God need to work out. So y'all talk to each other. And <laughs> that's like what I tell my kids. Y'all need to go work it out. <laughs> you and God need to go work it out. And then what do you need to walk into no matter the fear or insecurity you may be feeling? So fair and like you were saying with comfort. Yeah, growth is uncomfortable. Lifting weights is uncomfortable. Eating healthy is uncomfortable. Like all these things that are good for us are uncomfortable. So we're just going to have to get used to that. Mm-hmm. Press on. Acceptance is the first key there. Yes. Oh. I think, like, if we were to share with the audience some things that we're doing in a promised land, again, uh, I hate saying this, and I don't know why. Because we need educators, we need teachers, and there are so many fabulous teachers still out there grinding it out, and our kids go to public school and all the things. So I just hope that if we have teachers listening, we're never knocking it. But it was definitely placed on our heart to pursue things outside of public education. So we are grateful for that. But that's never to um, put down teachers or educators. We love you guys. Oh, for sure. But we are, I would say, in a promised land, so to speak. Again, we're not finished or done, and we're just going to like live on the couch the rest of our lives. But uh, we are doing some work from home. And so what are some things that look different, whether it's people, habits, 
What are you doing to not rebuild a Jericho and to step into the promised land Ooh. that we're living in? Ooh, are you asking me? I okay. Am. Okay. Will you will you shorten the question and ask it again? Yes. Okay, I just got really excited about what you were saying. I was like, this is good. And then I realized halfway through, oh, you're about to ask me a question. It's all good. There are three parts. Okay, so great. That's part one, part two, part three. I'm ready. Probably why it was a little <laughs> overwhelming. Okay, what are some habits you're doing in this promised land that for whatever reason you might not have been doing? So what is something mm. you've added or gotten rid of? Perfect. Okay. So when I was teaching, I woke up and I was out of the house before the kids were even awake. And by the time I got home, you know, like 4 to 6 p.m., 4 to 8 p.m. Those Witching are hours. Those are rough for like every <laughs> human who has kids. I get it. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't have kids, you're still exhausted from work, right? Because yeah. you've just emptied the tank because you should be doing your best as it is unto the Lord. So it's okay if you're, if you're very tired after work. Um, but one thing I have been doing lately is waking up at 5.30 and reading my Bible or doing the Devo, whatever we're doing at the time with our Bible study group, or just walking through a book verse by verse for about half an hour. And then I get me ready and then the kids ready and then take the kids to school. And that's something that I have always struggled to do, waking up early because I'm a night owl. But, and I was telling you this earlier, Farron, before we started recording, last week I wasn't as diligent as waking up and doing that, and I found myself more exhausted, more drained, more short with my kids, and today I walked in, I'm like, Farron, I'm feeling great, because I woke up and read my Bible, and then I took the girls to school, and then I worked out, and then I took Rhett to school, and now I'm here, and she's like, funny how that works, huh? Yeah. It's kind of like when people are like, when I have money, I will tithe or give it to a cause and it's just crazy how a lot of times if you're diligent and your heart posture is right when you give you like get back more yeah it's kind of as an adult I love giving people gifts and if I get one cool but man it doesn't match the joy of gifting others and from an outside perspective that can look like losing um depleting getting rid of but it's just something very spiritual about the return so like you said Getting up early might not be your season of life. If you got a newborn, you are technically getting up early. Yeah, good job. You're getting up all the time, actually. You wake up early three times a morning. So (laughs) you're really good at getting up. Yeah, the next time someone's like, I wake up at five and do hot yoga. No offense to anyone that does. But if you're feeling guilty, be like, I I get up up two, four, and six. Yeah, early three times a day. How many times did you wake up early? Uh, But yeah, so I like that. Okay, well, okay. I'm sure there are more, but that was yes, a good one. that's a good one. All right. What's the second part? Part de Community. I'll keep it broad. Okay. I'm supposed to talk to you about community? Like, what's your community look like now okay. that it wasn't okay. able to look like before? Okay. Um, let our, okay, hold on. Let me gather my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think the difference between even just maybe three or four years ago until now is that I am being intentional with being vulnerable on purpose. Look at you. Like I have let more people know about my story and my past and it has helped number one, understand why I am the way I am sometimes. And then also if something comes up randomly, they might know to go ahead and check in like, Hey, you good? Yep. Yes. So that's good too. 
Mm-hmm. So I would say because I have shared my story with the people in our CG, they all understand me better. And then when I reference a point in my past, they already they know the context. So I don't have to like tell my story again. They already know it. So they know when I reference it. Like, oh, okay, that's what happened. That's how she's growing from it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what my third one was. It was good. Okay. Well, guys, if you're playing at home, there was a third, and it might not have been this, but this is the new third. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So what about, like, goals and dreams? What are you able to do in this promised land that might look different compared to the old? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So first would be mental real estate mm-hmm. has opened up a whole lot. And when I talked with my counselor, how many years ago? Two years, three years? I don't know. Some some sort of years. Four years? It was when I read Daring Greatly the first time before you and I read it on the podcast. Five years ago. <laughs> um, we talked about... Oh no, what was your question? Goals and dreams in this mental state. We talked about energy tickets. And if Brooke only gets ten energy tickets a day, I've spent all of them by 4 p.m., and I had no other energy to do anything else. Not because my body was tired, but because I was just so mentally drained, I could not make decisions or had the bandwidth to be what I wanted to be for the people I cared about the most. I didn't give my best minutes to my best people, Mm -hmm. which was crazy. But now I have mental real estate, which is amazing, because then I can fill that with processing through what I've read or listened to in the Daily Audio Bible or with our Bible study or with our CG. And I have the mental real estate to be able to remember to, hey, check on my people. Let me text them. Hey, what are you doing today? How's it going? Or, ha-ha, here's a funny gif that I found. I don't know. So that has been helpful. And at one point, it was either this episode or last episode, we talked about little by little. And I think with this podcast, when we first started, if it would have gone how we wanted it to go when we first started, neither of us would have had the bandwidth Mm-mm. to be able to do the things. Nope. So for those, like, what, three and a half years, we had full-time jobs that were inside a building where you couldn't even, like, be on your phone. Like, you couldn't <laughs> even, like, check a personal email <laughs> or, like, take a personal call. So, mm-hmm. I it's cool now that we're over three and a half years into it and we're niching down more. We're finding the people that God knows that we can deliver things to, mm-hmm. which has been really cool. So, yeah. some things are coming and that's exciting, but yeah, yeah I would say that. Very cool. A really long way to answer your question. It's all good. Yep. All right. Well, I'll summarize my answer super quick. Because I've had think time. Yes, you have. Okay, let's hear it. (laughs) All right, so some habits. I know having a gratitude practice is good. I know that I need to read my Bible and trying to find the time to do that. Uh, Oh, and trying to focus on my health, and I just like to walk. But you know what I like to do, too, is listen to podcasts, including Autumn Miles' podcast. Uh, So here's what I did. I was doing all those things in the morning. But then I wasn't getting to start my work until almost lunchtime, which sounds insane, but just roll with me. So I have done some habit stacking and tweaking. So Ooh, Atomic Habits miniseries, episode 103 through 111. Number 111 <laughs> is the crazy episode where you learn too much. But habit stacking, if you're not familiar with those terms, 
and things. Yes. Check that out. You put two of those, two things that you need to do together that fit well. Okay, so how did you do that? I walk while listening to podcasts and also when I'm doing chores. (laughs) Yes. I'll just say it. I tried to say it with a smile. It didn't work. Chores. I wake up (laughs) early to do the um, reading before I take the kids to school. Then I drop them off. Then I come home and I do the podcast and walk because if I don't, it's not going to happen. And then I come home and eat, which has turned into like intermittent fasting because trying to find some type of diet, quote unquote, right now is just not at the top of my list. I'm not God helping you with your habit stacking. What a happy byproduct. It's like when I prayed on my knees for 40 days in a row, my back problem went away. Crazy. Wow, it's a year ago. RIP back problem. But then I had to move my gratitude practice to night. And so what I did for Ooh. habits is I started looking at, I say I don't have time, when am I on my phone the most? And I realized it was in the morning before I took the kids to school mm-hmm. and in the evenings. And so I'm replacing a negative with a positive in pockets that apparently I do have time because I'm on my phone. Yeah. So that's Good job with your time audit, Farron. Yeah. People. People. Community. So I am able to attend the Bible studies at church that are during the day. Yes. Yeah. I'm I love glad it. I didn't say it. Okay. That yeah. was mine. Okay. Good job. <laughs> we can have the same answer. The other thing is I also work part-time for a company that trains teachers on uh, early literacy. And so I get to meet way more professional people in the educator world than I would have um, just working. In one building. Yep. You can work school. in multiple buildings yes. virtually. That's cool. So that's cool. Met some friends that also do what I do in that space. They all live across the country, but it's opened up more people in the professional realm, so to speak. Yeah. And then as far as um, chasing goals and dreams, that's where this whole concept of the promised land really spoke to me because I've been doing all these things to create time, feel healthy, have community support. Uh, and so then you just got to start doing the thing. But like you said with the podcast, it's chipping away day yeah. by day. But that's, I think, how all great things are made. So mm-hmm. it's like writing a book, which it's funny. I said I would never do. And if you've listened to the podcast, anytime I say I will never do that, God says, hello, ha, 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 ha. But to the outside perspective, I'm sure writing curriculum, you're like, yeah, it's a book. It is because it is. (laughs) So anyways, this was a new occurrence to me. But I'm chipping away at it. and um, You said you were never going to do a burpee again. You said you were never going to go back to school school and you were never going to write a book. And here you are doing burpees and you went back to school and now you're writing curriculum. What else are you not going to do? I'm not going to win a million dollars. I'm going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) I will never win the billion dollar lottery. Oh, well, you know. (laughs) Uh, okay, we hope you have enjoyed this book as much as we have. We'll link it in the show notes along with all of the miniseries we referenced or did not actually reference, but it has it ties back to what we're saying. And so make sure you check those out. The interviews are coming. <gasps> Yay. You say it. You no, say you say it. it. No, you say no, it. No, for real, you say it. Okay. <laughs> we're going to interview Autumn Miles again. Ooh. She will be in our interviews series, so be sure to check that out. Of course, we're excited about our other guests as well, mm-hmm. but how cool is it to read the book and then get to follow-up questions? Yeah, yeah. follow-up questions with the author. So if, if you haven't heard Autumn's first episode, it's episode 140, and that's coming off of the Gangster Prayer miniseries, which if you have struggled with prayer or don't know what to say, 
go to that miniseries. It's amazing. And if you're wrestling with, like, should I pray if God's already made his mind up? All those big hitting, heavy hitting questions. Get the book. Yay! And listen to the series, of course. And also pray. (laughs) 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 All right, people. See you next week. Bye. We're really good at segues. (laughs) And sound effects, right. Yes, so that's the end of our episode. But if you find yourself wanting more, and who could blame you? Brooke, (laughs) tell them where they can find us Monday through Friday. We have a lovely website. It's wittyandgritty.blog. You can go there. It has every mini-series ever we've done. What about the socials, Farron? Yes, we are on Instagram and Facebook primarily, but we do also have um, a Pinterest account, so be sure to follow us on your favorite social platform. Yeah. Oh, also, fun fact, we release episodes every Wednesday, so you can count on us. Be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to go and find it every week yeah it'll just automatically do the magic computery thingy thank you technology go technologies and Uh, instagrams yes all right we'll catch you next week guys bye this episode is brought to you by 21 kicks journals the journals you'll actually finish Research shows that actively doing something for 21 days in a row will change your brain. Our uniquely designed 21-day journals will grow you on a deeper level, help you increase your odds of achieving your goals, and, not to mention, they're fun and beautifully designed. Head to the 21 Kicks Etsy shop today to explore your journaling options. We'll link it in the show notes.